then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. Before I came up in the game, nobody showed me love. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D. Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, everybody? This the big homie D Murph with another edition. A great edition of Why Not. Sports with yours truly. Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They on. I said, hey, shout out to Mike Jones. I'm giving him a shout out early because one, represent Houston, where we live at Houston. And speaking of who rep Houston hard, he talking about he's you know one of the finest, one of the best in the city, which he is because he is part of a very very successful sports podcast. Everybody know him as. Big Roy, Rub Boy, turn up, bro. What's up, dog? What's good, D Murph, man? Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They, they say, I said, hey, that's that Mike Jones, man. Who? Boys, boys grew up on that Mike Jones, man. Who? You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. He back then rapping about his about his, his uh, phone number. We all had Come that phone on. number. Calling that number Come back on. then. Eight zero zero four. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike Jones. Shout out to Mike Jones. Man. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out to shoes. Mike Jones, mm, man. For real. Yeah, man. We just uh, I want to give him a shout out. Like I said, the city of Houston for showing us man love. Man, it's it's crazy because when people as I continue to branch out and we gain that exposure they're like oh yeah man that's D Murph from Houston I'm like well it's hard to say no <laughs> I'm from Gary Indiana from the Midwest it's like hey, hey, hey Houston showing me love so I'm this is my second home I can honestly admit and say that so you guys heard it first so but yeah big dog how have your week been man I've been good, man. Shout out to the Houston weather too this week too, man. It's been kind of light, light, a little breezy. I about to say it ain't been hot. It ain't been hot, yes, man. Sir. You can actually go outside and enjoy yourself outside for a good 20, 30 minutes without breaking a full sweat. Well, it's gonna rain then too. Yeah, though. then it's gonna rain. <laughs> it's that time of the year where it's gonna be raining for like yeah. every day almost. So, yep, but at least yep. it's not hot, dude, Murphy. Yes, sir. That's one hundred. I was at work. I'm like, it's actually good. Feel good outside. Sit outside and just yep. enjoy the air. That's you know? one hundred. I have to rush back inside within ten minutes. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, but that's I mean, real. good, man. Special. I got a real special shout out, man. Um, I, mean, I told you I was in the playoffs this week with my flag football team. Yes, on Tuesday. on Tuesday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we won two games that oh, this past Tuesday. Oh, oh. We won our. We won our first. Uh, what they call it, divisional game, whatever conference okay. game. 
Dance to the to the championship game, won that, so we won the championship, dude, Murph. So, hey, so, uh, to my Arise flag football team, we call ourselves the Arise, you know. So we won oh. the championship. You oh. two, my flag football uh, league, and I won the championship. So. Oh, it was dope, man. It was, it was fun, man. Got a good team. Actually, both teams we played was pretty good, you know. In the championship, you know how you get advanced farther and yeah. play more competition. It was more competition in the championship, in Man, championship that's around. What's up, big dog? You know, so. But what did I say the last episode? I said, y'all, when we put something out there, y'all say prayers for Big Roy. Yeah. Y'all send them positive vibes his way. And guess what? I told our listeners and supporters be coming through, big dog. Yeah, they got it, man. Appreciate everybody who supported. <laughs> That's crazy. It, oh, it, was, it, was, really it was a good game. It like, started raining a little bit, so the weather kind of affected us. But yeah, our offense carried us, you know. But, oh. you know, got the win. Got the championship. Got the T-Street the T-shirts. Got the pictures. Got the little medallion thing. So, we... We, we out chill. We, we good. We out chill. We should hey. be celebrating that thing this weekend. So, oh, oh next weekend, fun, when was you going to give me the invitation? You know you can't tell me stuff at the last minute. Actually, the invitation just came in on Friday. Oh, All right. See, I got to still get on Big you Roy, know, y'all. He, it, was, it was really supposed to be supposed to be this past Thursday, but a couple people couldn't make it. So, he gotcha. pushed it all the, way, all the way back, all the way to next week. Am so. I even invited? I guess that's my question. I got to see if I'm I know I'm invited But I got to see if I'm going to be able to make it Because oh, I know my okay. schedule's going to change oh, yes, dramatically oh, this okay, week okay, again okay, So right. I, gotta, I gotta just double check big dog You know how that goes you know. But yes, sir. Everything else would be good um, Shout out to my mom's man I went to mom's house today She made me a delicious meal oh. You know so oh. Shout out to mom with the Mexican food Who hooked the brother up the other day So oh. uh, <laughs> Shout out to mom <laughs> so Hi mom else, You know uh, everything else is good man Just Enjoying the weekend, big weekend in Houston right now. You know, we've got big concerts out here in Houston right Huge now. Concert. So we just living life right here in Houston right now. Living my best life. <laughs> so I ain't going back to fuck with you. Been good, man. Been good. That's been what's good. up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. World listeners, D Merce story time. Yeah. So it's been a unique week for me. Not a bad week. But I linked up with Mr. Daryl Barnes, the Anna animator, cartoonist, just entrepreneur. Linked up with him on Monday, actually. And it was dope, man. Just, just you know, chopping it up, man. It's been a minute. He was actually on one of the first few episodes of The Flagrant 2. I don't remember the title because I've had a lot of episodes. But it is something with success. Speaking success with Daryl Barnes, something like that. But uh, he's doing good now. Full-fledged entrepreneur. Dope, dope, dope to just link up with brothers like him. Raina Campbell. Um, listen to her podcast, Dreams and Drive podcast. If y'all haven't heard her, check her out. She is a full-fledged entrepreneur as well. So she quit her job. So I'm sitting there like, wow, people I know that I could just you know hit up or I collab with. Basically, we came in around the same time are now becoming full-fledged entrepreneurs. And that's definitely inspiring and and, and powerful, man, because uh, as you guys continue to show me love and support, window of opportunities are starting to open up for me as well. And as I said from the last episode, I am an author now, so when... The book is out to the public and publicized. You guys will know for sure and and just continue to rock with me on that aspect. So it's definitely a lot of things to come where it's kind of like, wow, man, it's right around the corner. And Big Roy's point, 
But before I get to Big Roy's point as far as concert, I definitely want to give a, another birthday shout-out, post-birthday shout-out to Ava Murphy. Yep. 12. The reason why I became a father. The reason why I cherish my title as a father. And just seeing how she's tall. She might be the tallest person on her mother's side. <laughs> Your firstborn too, right? Your first one. Yeah, she was my first one. Yeah, first one. Yeah, yeah. she was my first one. Yeah. Yes, sir. So she's definitely the tallest person on her mom's side. And as far as the women is concerned, a few more inches would be for the male side. And she's becoming more outspoken. And I had some feedback recently because of the episode that we did, Daddy's Girl on the Flagrant Two, how her dialect. And her dialogue is for her for at that time an eleven year old was pretty dope. So she she's she's gonna be a mouthful because she can <laughs> use her mouthpiece and if you're not careful, she's gonna let you know how she feel. And that's one thing I pray that all my kids have. A voice where they are confident and, and just being who they are. So definitely give her a shout out. Excited for her and what's to come. I don't even know if I said this the last show, but I'm gonna say it again. If I didn't she told me, Dad, I want to hoop. So I don't know if I spoke on that. And I was like, Mom, why do you want to hoop now? I just, you know, love the game now. Which, again, I'm not going to argue that. If that's going to provide a free education. <laughs> right. Ma, you know what happened for your pops. Go for whatever I can do to support that. You know I will. And now to what you were talking about for concerts. So I have a very busy weekend. Wifey. Yes, wifey and the oldest, they're going to the Drake Migos concert. So I got to work tomorrow. And then as soon as I get off work, I got to touch down to the crib to watch Big D and Lil D. Which, obviously, when Big Roy came in, Big D was like, yo, what up, Big Roy? Lil D was like, yo, who is this dude? Exactly. <laughs> he had to, he looked at y'all, yes, this is hilarious, baby D. Lil D looked at Big Roy like, who are you? Like, what are you doing talking to my brother? And I felt proud as a parent. Like, y'all, and I tell my boys, y'all look out for each other. Even though Baby D might not comprehend, at least I don't think he did. After today, I believe he he's comprehended that, hey, that's my brother. If you know him, you need to know me. So he, you know, he warmed up just a little bit. But I can tell that when next time, I have to bring him around a little bit more because he usually, you know, sitting down watching TV when Big Roy come in. Because Big D usually like, yo, he, you know, hear the doorbell, he running. Like, yo, what up, Big Roy? Give him a high five and stuff like that. So I'm just glad that my boys, uh, they're like, yo, we, you know, they sticking together. Yeah, they, they check me at the door, you know. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> my future bodyguards listen to this. So yeah, man. But yeah, wifey uh, and. and and, and baby girl, big girl, they're they going to go kick it while daddy's at the crib with the boys. So they're going to go to the concert while I've never been to a concert. So I'm happy for them. And I know y'all like Murphy, never been to a concert. No, I've been to events because of Spalding and I really didn't have the desire to go to a concert. So maybe one day the big homie will go to a concert. And it's not because I don't want to, just I really didn't think too much of it. But because of the support that my wife and my family has provided for me, I said, boo, go ahead and go kick it. It's on a Sunday, so you can't be out too late because you work on Monday. 
And of course, the kids go to school on Monday. So yeah, you know. But me and me and me and the me and the D Murphs gonna just kick it. Maybe watch some Sunday night football, eat some chicken or something. You know, I love chicken. I love to eat. I'm actually <laughs> hungry now, but that's another story. But again, we still here giving y'all this dope show. That's pretty dope though, man. Cause. I went to a Drake concert two years oh, ago, oh. and this uh, ultimate experience. And oh. what I what I seen he's doing now with his concert, with the, what he's adding to the shows, oh. this is an ultimate experience. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna have a great time. Oh, no doubt. And them guys are here till like Wednesday, and it's only what Friday or Saturday, so it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> they're gonna yeah, be here all week. They're here all weekend, so you know how he do when he come to Houston. So yeah, that's pretty cool, man. And if you do have a Sunday night, you should be entertained watching the Steelers and Ravens play Sunday night football. So. I'm not gonna wait. I'm not even gonna wait to the foot. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna wait to the football part world because I guess I, I I'm telling them still I'm I'm slowly building up this confidence to let Big Roy know that you might have to maybe be like me, take a back seat and 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 let the action speak loud in the words. So when it comes to football, your football segment, you best believe I got a few things. I know about your Steelers. I know, I know. I know. Okay, everybody does these days, but you know, nah, you know. I'm, I'm episode <laughs> ninety six. I know, I know. Back then, yeah, because I'm a show say they not the Steelers of back then. It's, it's these new age Steelers. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm going. <laughs> my listeners like Murph Lee, Big Ray Long. I gotta give my dog a hard time. But episode 96, y'all, back then, like we said, shout out to Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Uh, 96. Cortez Kennedy. Cortez Kennedy. Seahawk. Seattle Seahawk. Uh, interior defense alignment. Yes, sir. Big guy. was 6'3", 310 pounds. Yes, sir. Large human being. Uh, as you yes, stated. sir. Um, <laughs> very large. Uh... Cortez, man, came from um, University of Miami, the U. The U. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, first round pick, number three overall. So he was a top five pick, dude, Murphy. Uh, he kind of settled in the league as one of those interior linemen that, you know, became was an agile, that can move type. For his size, for his absolutely. Size, you know? Absolutely. So he kind of broke the barrier for that, you know, as being a 300 pound guy who looked look like he can move like a 250 pound guy athletic wise. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, he was one of those guys, you know, and I guess you never seen them guys move like that. They very athletic, you know. So he was an eight-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, Defensive Player of the Year in 1992. People, people don't remember that. He's in the Seattle Seahawks Ring of Honor, D. Murph. Mm. You know, so that's a big accomplishment for him. Yeah, he's his number 96 is retired in Seahawks in, uh, in the Seahawks Stadium, also. You know, so that's a big accomplishment for him too. You know. Uh, and he was an inducted to the Hall of Fame, D. Murphy, in 2012. So he got that gold jacket. So that means he's one of the top branded guys ever to play football. When so. I think of the Seahawks, I still think of Cortez Kennedy. When yeah. I was playing Madden, I'm like, dude, you you got to run against that line? Yeah, if you remember, before the Seahawks had the Legion of Doom, it wasn't that many people where you can recognize them, Seattle Seahawks. But Cortez you go Kennedy. back a couple years before that, he was that yes, guy. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You, you know, before they got the Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, them guys out there. Absolutely. He was the only person you would speak about on Seahawks, Seahawks mm-hmm. defense, you know, mm-hmm. prior sure. years before that, you know. Yep, so, yep, yep. Uh, his numbers spin out for itself, man. Like I say, 58 sacks, 58 sacks for a defensive interior lineman. That's pretty good. And he had three interceptions, D. Murph. 300 pounds, had three interceptions, you know, so. They must have been tipped in the hell because <laughs> it showed one on one that he just picked and oh, grabbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just right. saying. My, my, he, my he thought not, He's not process. dropping no, no cover two zone, D. Uh-huh, that's my know, point. So. 
Yeah, man. Not hating list. I'm just saying. Nah, we, we know what you mean. But uh, shout out to Cortez, Kennedy, man. Number 96, man. Yes, sir. 96. Well, some, like Merv, I know if you think about 96, you've been talking about them from 91 to 93. Yeah. yeah. 96 to 98. Yep. The Bulls. Yes, sir. 96 Bulls went 72 and 72 and 10. And they won a championship. Not 73 and 9 and losing the NBA Finals. Shots fired. 72 and 10 and won. The NBA championship against the Seattle Supersonics. Yep. In 1996, the Bulls. When they brought in the Worm. Yep. Dennis Rodman. So, yeah, shout out to the 96 Bulls, man. For actually, at that time, that's still one of the greatest teams of all time. Oh, and yeah. just as it recently uh, ended up losing the best regular season record to the Warriors, who went 73 and 9. I think the Bulls still stand over that because, like you said, they won the championship that year. The Warriors didn't win the championship, you know. So, even though it was only one win that you know knocks them off the, mm-hmm. uh, the record, but I think the Bulls still stand over that because they seventy two wins add on to a championship minus what the Golden State Warriors did. So, yes, sir. Shout out to the Bulls, man. Yes, sir, and yes, sir. So, in the world of sports. It's a few things, man. Again, that's it's been it's been crazy, man. Shout out to Tiger Woods, though. Tiger Tour Championship, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Finally got him one, man. Long time coming, Tiger. Long time. So, Long time coming. So, and it makes me think of the title back then. Mm-hmm. Man, they was all on. Was they? I mean, literally. Oh, let me <laughs> say, wrong sermo. My my bad. Wrong show. <laughs> but he he was able to regain everything mm-hmm. after this win. And that's a good thing. It took him a long time. Yeah. A few years. But now he, you know, starting to receive the love that he once had. But that it's like anything, winning cures all. Yeah. But once you lose, you might not have that many people rooting for you. People like winners, in a nutshell. So definitely give a shout out to Tiger Woods for coming back, winning the tour championship. Was it the Writers Cup? I think he won. Man, yeah, I think it was the Riders Cup. Don't have me lying, big no, guy. No, it was it was the Riders Cup. Uh, shout out to Tiger, man, because uh, he was very emotional after that win. You can tell it was like a weight off his shoulders, you know, because no doubt, dude, been through some you know allegations, Come on. surgery after Come surgery, on. you know, changing his coaches and firing different caddies. He's been through everything you go through in tennis, I guess. Mm-hmm. On and off the the golf course. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's real. You know, so you can tell when he was got emotional, all that was coming out, you know, and he put you can tell he put the work in and all that stuff. But you can tell when he after he won that when he gave his press conference, he was very emotional. Yeah. You know, all that came out on seeing the from Tiger Woods that day So yeah. Proud of him man uh, Good for the sport Tiger is great for the golf For the sport of golf he, he is pretty much What still make, make golf go right now I think mm-hmm. really You know uh, you, I remember watching uh, The highlights of it And he was walking away He was walking from a different hole To a different hole The whole back crowd mm-hmm. Was walking in I'm talking about Thousands and thousands of people Was walking with him Like a Like a Like a, like a march Or something like that you know, so Tiger's still moving waves out there in the golf game. So shout out to Tiger, Tiger Woods. Yes, sir. And also, too, man, just more of a serious note about Sharif, mm-hmm. Sharif O'Neal. Definitely prayers go out to him and the O'Neal family. Sharif yeah. O'Neal, the son of the Same. big old Stone, yes. Shaquille O'Neal's son, 
they found something as far as with his heart and he will be having open heart surgery to where he will have to sit out his freshman year or his first year of eligibility in college to take care of this major health opportunity. And that's crazy. Especially being young. And I'm glad I'm glad somebody caught it though. Yeah, because I mean, you don't want to see him out there on the court and something happens. Boom. Yep. You know, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Best yep, thing yep. about him, like I say, he, he is a freshman, so he get the rare search. So he'll still get four more years. Right, out absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But the best thing that like you said, the Vice, was they found it early, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but uh, open heart surgery is not easy you need to come back from. Like I say, open heart surgery, yeah. you know, that's that's a big that's a big task for his family and the doctors to mm-hmm. do. So mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. hope for the best with that, man. And he has a promising career too. So he was, I think he was going to be in coming in there ready to play anyway as a freshman too. Oh, so, no doubt. You know, you no know. doubt, no doubt. No so, doubt. Um, so yeah, wish the best for him. Oh, absolutely, that's, that's a man. Serious, serious absolutely, surgery. absolutely, man. So definitely again. And, that's one thing that makes me realize, man, especially we, we was able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Be those Division One student-athletes and, and, and even as of right now, still mm-hmm. be able to do what we love to do. And it's basically don't take things for granted. You know, I know most people, and I was usually, and I'm going to say this for later, but people look at things they did back then. Mm-hmm. We did that, but look what we're doing now. You know what I'm saying? But I think our success and what we was able to do, it has gave us the strength and just the motivation to pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? So was with, with Sharif, and I'm sure, of course, who his dad is and his mom, shout out to Shawnee as well. Yeah, yeah. She's the president of the, uh, how was it, the wives? Basket, it? Basketball, basketball wives. Basketball See, wives. See, I don't watch too much TV. But she's she's doing very well as well. Yeah. So producer and all that. Yeah, exactly. Know? So it's not always about the money. Like I said, this is a, a person's life. This yeah. is a person's health that you know a lot of people cannot say that. Oh yeah, I've had open heart surgery. So this is very major for, and it makes me just reflect and just gives me just it just makes me feel blessed and lets me realize to know. Yeah, I'm truly blessed. And not saying that that situation is not, but don't take things for granted. Exactly. Because what's exactly. given can easily be taken as well, and then now what? So that's why I, I'm just, you know, again, just it's just humbling, man, to just know that, you know, I haven't had anything such as that. And, and it's just something that, like I said, my prayers go out to the family and, and, and pray for, like you said, a speedy recovery. And I know he's going to have the best of the best between his parents and things like that. So my message behind this is don't take life for granted. If you're doing something, do it because you love it. Do it with a purpose because things can turn around that fast for you if you're not on top of it. I know we're going to have the football part, but I want to hit this early as well. Eric Reed, the Carolina Panthers just signed Mr. Eric Reed. And... Just from a standpoint of taking a stance and standing his ground, no matter what, he still had confidence in himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they didn't look at him, meaning the Panthers, for what he did back then. It's what he can do now. Yeah. Richard Sherman for the 49ers is out. But you got a proven, I mean, not, not, I'm, my mind's somewhere else. 
He's play he used to play for the 49ers. I would think he should have stayed at 49. But the Panthers need a secondary right now, secondary help. They do. Big time. So with him and his experience and his success. And his success, absolutely. It's gonna put him in a better position, not only for people to people that's outspoken. People that believe in something. I'm just glad that I'm just I'm just glad that organization is giving him a chance. It is. You're right. You're right. Because right. that's huge. Look, I mean, we talk about that a lot. Like, man, Murph, I have to water down my personality at work. Or Murph, I have to t- turn down my tone at work because I'm not gonna get that promotion, or I'm not gonna really have a comfortable work environment. So I kind of have to cater or adjust who I am. Mm-hmm. Eric Reed is being an example of what's to be and still being able to succeed. And that's huge for me. And like with you and me, I respect you. I admire that you can be consistent across the board because look how many people we know, all the listeners out there, look how many people you know, or how many people do you know, they tend to, as they say, uh, can't think of a word, but they they end up changing who they are. It's some type of code, uh, code switch. I think that's what the, I think a code switch where you be like, man, is that the same person I just saw outside the parking lot? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, and they go and they get a sense of that. You know, well, oh, I'm making monetary gains by this though, Murph. That's only short term though, I believe. Yeah. And from what I've observed, like if y'all listening to me, and I feel like I'm on a tangent. But I just feel like there's so much going on in society, in this world, where it's kind of like, dude, be who you are. God has made you. You are unique. You have a special gift. You have a special talent. Let it let it, let it, it shine its light onto the world. And there's going to be some dark days. It's going to be some moments where you just be like, <laughs> Murph, why am I here? But it's the reason why you're here. So you can be able to bless those who might not have the confidence to take a stance, to take a knee, to realize, you know, it ain't about the money. But at the end of the day, y'all know what y'all getting if y'all sign me mm-hmm. or if you give me this contract or if you give me this promotion. Just something to think about, man. So, you know, I hope, hopefully this is giving somebody an extra push, like I said earlier in the show. Just within this week, two people who started off with me in this, you know, realm of content creator – well, podcasting now are full-fledged entrepreneurs after a, of a couple of years, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. But they believe and they know they have something that the world needs. And they taking that, like you said, taking that leap of faith. And they both said it. And they going to see, see where it go. So yeah. never burn bridges either. Never, never. In your journey. Never. And I'm, <laughs> you just I, never know. You hit it on the head with the Eric Reed, uh it's reports that the organization want him to be him. They're not. They're not asking him to that's, stop. That's stop the, the kneeling or whatever. That's they powerful. It's a, whatever you believe is what you believe in. So that's a big, long as you give me the results. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big step for the organization of the Carolina Panthers. You know, for taking him who he as who he is, what he represents, what he brings to the table, 
and like you said, they need help and they need desperate help in the secondary. And he he's he he is a starter, D, D- Murph. Yeah. He's a starting NFL safety right now. He could start on probably any 30, 32 teams in the NFL right now. Yep. He could have he should have been signed from week one, but you know how guys look at what he was doing, you know. But mm-hmm. he's a legit plug in right now, start at starting safety right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what the kind of they want to bring what he brings onto the field and to the locker room. And they say he's People from San Francisco say he's a great person in the locker room. He helps mentor the young people, and he's going to a team that's on winning mode right now. That's mm-hmm. as a playoff potential team. You know, mm-hmm. he could have went. Back, I think he said he could have went back to San Francisco too, but he chose to go back to, to Carolina because they already, you know, as a winning organization mm-hmm. trying to get to the playoffs. So, I just say shout out to the Carolina, Carolina Panthers Huge. organization, you know, for taking a chance on a guy like that, uh, and looking at what he brings to what he brings to the locker room, the community. And on the field, yes, sir. You know that's so. real. And Carolina, especially after Florence, Hurricane yeah, Florence, yeah, yeah, having someone like him, his status, it's, it's, it's in the state. Just being in the community, like absolutely. His face, you know, so he's a great player, man. He's 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 an awesome player. You know, so I, I see. I remember his highlights from San Francisco where he making plays, man. Like I said, that's what made me think of Richard Sherman because of San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. And then we're yeah. going to talk, of course, talk about Sherman is out, though, be, be exact right Yes, sir, and Jimmy G. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, again, we're going to get to that. But like <laughs> I said, when I thought of Eric Reed, I thought 49ers. And it was like, oh, man, damn, Sherman out. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So, I got a question for you, Big Roy. Mm-hmm. If would you congratulate, would you take time to congratulate your opponent? In their locker room after a game. So, if we lost, my team lost, would I walk over to the next step to my opponent locker room and go in there and shake hands and say congratulations? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd go to that extent of walking over out there, but immediately after the game, you know how we show sportsmanship, mm-hmm. I do that. Or yeah. if I know some certain players or certain teammates on the team I knew from back then or whatever, yeah, I go talk to them and argue them, talk to them how you're doing, but I won't go out my way to go into the locker room and celebrate with them. Okay. No one do that. And the that, reason why. And that's disrespectful to my teammates, too. Absolutely. You know, you know so. <laughs> what big boy go, hey, man, I got to go to the locker room right quick. I'm going to go over there and pop I gotta bottles. Kinda, and yeah, I just got to holler at them right quick. Yeah. I just want to say I appreciate them. Well, we've uh, we had a situation or, or something similar. Look it up, you know. Each week we giving a look it up moment. So, Mister Anthony Joshua shows his class by congratulating Alexander Povetkin after a fight. Look it up, Anthony Joshua, Alexander Povetkin, P O V E T, as in Tom K I N. Like, yo, man, what up? Good job for retaining the <laughs> heavyweight titles, big dog. So, like, if you get tired, can I get another fight? Like, what would you? Oh man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I don't know. I, no, like you said, in the in the in the midst of it, while we're there, yes, but to go out of my way, yeah, yeah. and to go in your locker room, it's it's, it's already enough that I lost. I'm just, I got that's what I got to deal with now. I lost. You know, I'm, just, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just saying, big dog. I don't see way it. to go over there and. Let's go party it up and all that. No, no, no. That's 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 just that's overdoing. It. That's too much. That's too much. I'm gonna be like uh like uh what was that uh, the Clippers and uh who was that? It was the Clippers in Houston when they went through that back tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we gonna be. Well, I'm going to your locker room. Oh, it's for something else. My listeners like Merv, are you promoting violence? No, that's not what I'm saying. But if, if I'm going to your locker room, it's not to congratulate you. Exactly. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And part of that can be my adrenaline. 
or just how egotistical I can be. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just giving y'all two different perspectives on if I'm going to your locker room. It's not for the first example, though. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Speaking of examples and just kind of going over the top based on emotion, which we talked about last week, principle over feelings. When it comes to, you know, how us as athletes be, like we were talking about Le'Veon Bell, like, yo, just I'll just be be cool, take the money, worry about everything else later. You know what I'm saying? We spoke on that, right? Yes, sir. So this week, in the world of baseball, CC, you know who CC is? CC Sabathia? Yes, sir. Sabathia, yes, sir. Uh, $500,000 incentive bonus. He lost it. Because he got ejected from a game. His contract, and that's why I be telling people, contract or any type of incentive base, it has guidelines. It, it has fine lines that you have to, it ain't no gray area at all. And for him, he had to receive, he had to make 155 in- innings to receive his bonus. He only needed seven because it was the last game of the season to get his extra 500 grand. He ended up getting ejected and finished out with 148. <laughs> wow. Look look, look it up. CC Sabathia had a chance to get an extra $500,000 because of the amount of innings he was going to pitch. And at, after 148, he was... Half a million he lost because... Daddy Jack. He put himself over, you know, his emotions. So it's that's the result. You got to pay the consequences, and, and his result hit his pockets. Well, actually, I'm sorry. It was he was two innings away. That's even worse. So he came into the game again. Like I can say, bear with me, listen. I, I got a lot of this sports information and trying to make sure, you know, I put it out there so y'all understand. So yes, he came into the game with 148 innings. He needed 155 for the very last game. He ended up pitching. A total of five innings. So that would put him at 153. And he was in the middle of a one-hitter game as well. So he was on his way potentially to to doing a complete game. Absolutely. And two more innings away to guarantee his 500. So he six outs to get half a million. Put into that. I like that breakdown as well. So I say sometimes... Your actions re- reflect your pocketbooks. And, yes, sir. And that's what happened with him. Yes, sir. Look, look, look it up, y'all. If y'all think the big homie just making up stuff just to sell y'all uh, dreams, mm-mm. I'm just just letting y'all know. And that's all I got, big dog. Well, actually, one more thing. One more thing. But I think this is funny. And we was just speaking on Shaq. This is more of a lighter note. So, Dwight Howard was on Wild and Out. I don't know if you've seen yes, sir. the clips. Yes, sir. Did I at you? Yes, you did. Okay, I just want to make sure. I, again, I, I know we might not talk as much during the week, but when I see something interesting, I will make sure you get that information. Yeah, we communicate it, you know. Yes, sir. So, while and out, they got them. They got them good. They got them good. Like, ripped them. That's one of the rips I haven't seen in a while. Now, and it was a good time. one. But he took it well. And Dwight. I watched Wild Out a lot, you know. So, so Google Dwight. Look, look it up. Dwight Howard on Wild and Out. But basically everything that went down, they talked about Dwight, how he been to different places. Atlanta didn't want him. He couldn't hoop with Kobe. He couldn't hoop with Harden. 
where is he at now? You know what I'm saying? Where is he at now? He's in Washington. Where is he at? Yeah, exactly. He went from, yeah, he's been on a few teams, especially after his Orlando days, and that's what they was hitting on. God, he was in Washington, D-Murph. That quick, I forgot. See, because he was with Charlotte the year before. I forgot right now. He was with Washington. I thought he was still in Charlotte. See, I know. That's why why they was roasting him hard like that. So, Dwight, you know, Shaq, well, first Shaq said, you know, man, dang. And then Dwight was like, Shaq, we can have a roast battle if you want. I got 10 in the chamber for you, ha, 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 or laughing out loud. Then Shaq, and what did I tell y'all last week about Shaq <laughs> when it came to 2K? He gets on Barkley all the time. And again, look it up. Shaq responded, hey, Dwight, I only battle champions, little man. You ain't in my division. You in Charles Barkley's division. Focus on getting that ring, brother. I told y'all, if you ain't got a ring, especially as a big man, you either in his division or Charles Barkley division. <laughs> now, my question for Shaq, if he ever hear this or if I ever come across, where do you put Patrick Ewing? I'm just saying. Patrick got a ring, right? No. He didn't get one. No, he didn't. He didn't get one with New York because us. You know, <laughs> Them A's time. You know, but uh, he's right. Uh, but got to put him in Barkley category. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> you got to. You got to put him in that division and then that category. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> hey, big, big shot. Got him, big dog. But, but Dwight brought that all on himself, man. The yeah, way he, he get, got roasted like that. He, you bought that. The he few, did. Few with Kobe. Begging for the ball with Harden. Yes, sir. Couldn't get it right in your hometown, ATL. Yes, sir. Couldn't be the man in Charlotte. Yes, sir. And, you know, now you got to go play with a potential superstar in John Wall to get you right. You know, so yes, sir. We'll see how that works out. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, listen, like Murph, y'all wrong. I right, we just again, if y'all don't believe us, look it up. So with the basketball thing, big dog, like you said, preseason is here. Mm-hmm. Guys are pumped. It's preseason. I'm not. I'm not really saying much, but it's just preseason. It is. Uh, shout out to Gordon Haywood. You know. Yes, um, coming back from that gruesome yeah, injury last yeah, year. Man, I, had, I had a chance to watch this little documentary last uh, last night, and I saw the injury again. It brought back chills all over again. But the guy's back on the court, moving kind of swiftly. Yeah, that's moving, a blessing moving, too. Yeah, moving kind of good. Jump shot look pure. Uh, you can tell you got to knock some rust off for sure, you know. Right. Uh, but it's like I say, it's a preseason game right now. Uh, like you said, pregame, we was chatting about it. It's going to be interesting to see how that nucleus mixed with the with the breakout of Tatum, Jalen Brown, Dozier, Marcus Smart. Them guys, 22, 23, 24 years old. And, Kyrie. And went to the Eastern Conference Al Horford. You know, so Man. they can ball. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they plug him in with Kyrie. You know, so because the first when they first came, it was supposed to be him and Kyrie carrying the team. But when he went down, and had to do these, put the young guys in the young guys. Still, Tatum, I forgot about him. Yeah, I was about so. to say, don't forget about Jason Tatum. They like Merv is Big Roy against the light skinned brothers. Nah, nah, nah. You know, so that's gonna be interesting, D. Merv, to do a for us to watch and see how this plays out. Cause. They got they got to start the fighters ready without him last year. You know it's about staying him. ready, man. Them mm-hmm. young guys, man, meaning Tatum and Brown, were ready. Mm-hmm. Rozier, were ready. That's and that's the thing, man. If you have an opportunity, and that's one thing I, when I was talking with Daryl or DB and his uh, DB Studios, Dab Studios, DAB Studios Seven, I believe on Instagram. Follow him if you can. Real dope art and animations. He was saying, dude, you. 
if opportunities present itself, knock them doors down. Mm-hmm. Don't just, oh, okay, let them know that you you ready. And don't let up. And that's what Tatum and Brown and Rozier did. Like, I I believe Rozier is going to be gone by midseason. Mm. I think one, one, of, one of them, well, somebody is going to be gone. I have to. Because, like I so said, you're paying Gordon 150 mil. Yes. Nah, it's just not gonna be able to but do you, it. But 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 you, yeah, we agree. We're minutes, on the same page. minutes wise too. You know, somebody ain't gonna get me unhappy. Like I'm be like, I was doing, I was getting thirty minutes before Gordon came, and look what mm-hmm. I care. So he was conversation, you know, so mm-hmm. stuff like that always happens. So we'll see how it plays out. But it's good to see Hayward back on the court. Oh, That's no the main doubt. Thing. That's the main mm-hmm. thing. So shout out to Mr. Gordon Haywood. But it's another Gordon that I want to hit on. He talking about starting and bringing Melo off the bench. Meaning them Rockets. <clears throat> so, Eric Gordon makes the starting five. While Carmelo is expected to come off the bench. Mm, I don't know if it's official yet, D-Murphy, but I don't, I, I'd rather put Melo in the starting lineup. Unless he's trying to be six man. Unless he's trying to feel like if he, if I can't get a ring, at least let me be six man of the year. I, I, I feel like Melo is starting material. And for, to be in the Western Conference. Oh, uh, I agree. You know, going I, against, I do agree. you know, we'll be we going against Spurs, Warriors, all full of stuff like that. But EG been the man off the bench for the last three or four years. And he still can come off and get 25, 20 easy. True. So I feel like we, we should leave it like that. Put Melo in, have Melo run with the second team sometime with uh, Melo, 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 Harden, and Gordon on the court when, when Chris Paul gets the rest. Or uh, vice versa. It's going to be very interchangeable for oh, sure. Oh, yes, yeah, very. You know, but I, I like the fact that EG coming off the bench. You know, uh, it's a spark. It's something different. He is a six man you know, of the year. We, we don't know what we're getting with Melo yet. So you don't know if right. he come off the bench, it's going to be a spark. Right. You know, That's true. We don't it's not know broke, what don't fix it. Yeah, we know we get with EG come off the bench. It's, it's, let, him, let him go. That was like, with Manu Manu was a better bench player Yeah Than he yeah. was as a starter Yeah And I and that's coming from A big Spurs fan mm-hmm. Like myself Like I'm telling y'all Something that y'all don't know But yeah When he started It was kind of like eh. But when he came off the bench Came off the bench This was Spark It, yeah, yeah, it gave yeah, the team more the life With yep, this, this, the second unit To keep yep. things rolling While Duncan and Robinson And them guys yep. Out there doing their thing yep. Parker You yep. know That's kind of yep. what I'm trying to Simulate with a EG, yes sir. Harden up, Paul go to the bench. Nothing falls off. Yep. You know, it's a spark that comes out. It's still a spark to get us going. You know, so yep. you kind of have it going against the Warriors and Lakers and Spurs and teams like that who got them extra guys now. So you need a spark like that. You know, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like I don't think it's official yet, deeper. I think it's just okay, people just, talking about I mean, it. True, speculation, true, true, true. You know, true. I, I actually heard Dan Tony say he hadn't figured it out. Earlier in the earlier in the summer, yeah, you, know they know. you know they know, you know. But they I think they know, us. but they would yeah. want to see how this gonna go in practice in the preseason game. This is gonna be meshing well, but anyway, go Miller gonna be out there, Gordon gonna be out there, but just I guess emphasizing starting lineup. I guess it's big breaking news these days. So you know, who gets the first eight minutes? And that's the thing, because back then, in my opinion, as a sports junkie, people like Melo was automatic starters. Oh yeah, it wasn't even no question. Even when Barkley came to Houston, we knew Barkley was coming as a starter. Yeah, it wasn't no question. Well, Barkley could come off the bench. He's oh, nah. <laughs> nah, but you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He didn't get the contract that he wanted, but he was with a team that had a chance to win. Just the same comparison with the Carmelo Anthony. He has a chance to win. It's not no oh well he gonna come off the bench. So that's what I'm saying. Back then it was kind of like if you had a rep- reputable name. 
especially as in the game and as an Olympian, oh yeah, you're gonna start unless you hurt or you know something goes on to where you're not 100%, but you're gonna start. Yeah. But this, oh, well, let me see, he come off the bench and nah, not, not with them type of NBA accolades. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, unless he decide, hey, I want to change the game up. I want to be, I want to, you know, give me an extra spark. Mm-hmm. Let me be, let me go for six men of the year. Even if he was to be that guy off the bench, I don't think he'd be that six man of the year averaging 20 some points a game off the bench. I don't see Melo as that. I see Melo playing a role. And, I, and it's only as go as far as how Harden and CP create for him, I think, you know, so. But he got two great creators, though. I know, you know. Man. You two make everybody around them awesome. They look Boy. great. They make Capella like an all-star. They make so Tucker now, like a, a viable option, you yeah. know. So, he's with probably two best, one of the two best creators in the game right now that make life easier for him. Easier. I mean, I don't know how hard it was playing with Rushbrook, you know, and see you wide open. Let's keep going to the lane, but. <laughs> Automatic triple double. <laughs> but you know the pass is coming this year for him, so. I was about to say, yeah, he really going to average 40. Oh, yeah, see, he still got a uh, PG, though. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I don't know who else they got to score. <sighs> okay, so we've been the same, but I don't know. Because Melo still contributed about 16 and he, 7. He was dropping 16 with OKC. Yeah, 16 and 6. But I think now, I think they get the guy back, Robinson. So, I think they say he has stopped. Melo was expendable. Uh, the guy with the Horbert free throw shooting. Uh, oh, Roberson. Roberson, yeah. Yeah, so they get him. He, he was hurt all that last year. He broke his leg or something like that. So I guess they thought Melo was expendable. So, but he wasn't averaging 16 points. He was like averaging six. Yeah, <laughs> and, and 40% know? from the free throw line. And he's yeah. an NBA professional athlete, which, again, you know, you would think your mechanics and your technique would have been much better than that. Yeah. And, still, and he still has a job. Yeah, I mean, he plays his role. He defense, you know, and he goes. But hard. he's a starter, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just now. We just having a conversation now. Mm-hmm. It's just being recorded. He can. It's a lot of people that can play a role, but they're not starting. Yeah. And he, I believe he's one dimensional. He's a liability on offense. And as far as defensively, he's really not like. Oh man, he's like the lockdown. Yeah, he's not like all defensive player of the like year. Bruce Bowen ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta no give a shout out to my Spurs when I can. So that's all I got. Big dog. Yeah. I guess that's it for basketball, huh? Uh, football, man. Is that, is that is that it for basketball, though? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's all I had too. That's all good. It's you know, again, it's preseason. Ain't too um, much going on. Let me get to get this out the way. Then we are gonna go roll with some of the things you had brought to my attention that stood out in football this past week because it's very for, interesting dog. things that you brought up earlier. I, in pre-game. I, I, I got some more stuff, but I just want to um, give you just a little bit. <laughs> man, I got a shout out to uh, Cam Newton this past Cam. week. Cam, uh, he was my most impressive offensive player this week. He uh, played against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, but Cam Newton looked in rare form this week. Had four touchdowns. You so if you had on Cam Newton's fantasy football week, you was a lucky person. Uh, two passing touchdowns, uh, two rushing touchdowns. I mean, the guy. I seen they doing they still doing designated run plays for this dude D Murphy. They still running the power running game with Cam Newton. A quarterback. A quarterback. 
they pulling the guard around and running Cameron behind the guy. Like he's back in Auburn. <laughs> like he's back in Auburn, man. Like hmm. he, like he's playing running back. Like it just seems like he went off this past week, and uh, he, I, mean, I looked, I watched the highlights of the game, and even his running back went off. Christian McCaffrey had 185 yeah, yards. Yeah, I'm about to say because John Stewart gone now. Yeah, yeah, he's with the Giants right yeah, now. He's backing up. He's backing up like Barkley. Barkley, yep, yep you know, yep, so yeah, he he like he's he, he's that guy. You know, so shout out to Cam Newton, man. He was my most impressive uh, offensive player this week. Um, like I said, I, I wish I, I had a chance to draft that guy. Every year, I, I aim for two quarterbacks, T-Murph, in the fantasy football. Okay. I know pretty much Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone when I get there. Unless you're the first-round draft pick. first-round pick. Yes, because I don't do it on him. But I usually go for Cam or Russell. That's, that's my two. You know? Really? Yeah, yeah okay. that's my two favorite. Because I like dual threats, T-Murph. I like that's people true. who can do more than just sit in that's the pocket. True. He's not one-dimensional. He's not yes, one-dimensional. You know, so... I wish I could have had time to get him, but I couldn't got him. I couldn't have got him this now, year. Now them quarterbacks back then, they, they all they was like, pocket ducks. passers. City yep. ducks. Yep, yep, yep. So I feel you, big dog. Uh, Earl Thomas. Uh, I had a chance to watch this game personally, but this against the Cowboys. Against the Cowboys. He was being uh, savage out there against. The uh, seven tackles, two in, two ints. You remember Earl Thomas this past this time last year? He wanted to be a cowboy. Wanted to be a cowboy, and he. When you, it's crazy because you brought that up with uh, about that situation. If you lose a game, would you go to the locker room and go talk to the opposing team? That's kind of what Earl did, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, did last year when they Appreciate played the Cowboys. He went out his way to go find his coach and congratulate him and all that. Yep, yep, yep. But this year was none of that. Um, it was more like he got a taunting penny going against the Cowboys. He got he got two interceptions, one interceptions. He turned towards the Cowboys sideline, did a very Graciously bow to them. T O ish. You know, so. <laughs> yes, sir. Earl Thomas is in full terms. Shout out to Earl Thomas being my uh, defensive, most impressive defensive player. Now you better believe Dez was in his ear, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. Like, Easily. bro, they did me like this, they can do you the same way. And my rookie, my top rookie, D Murray. They're going to head to my roots, ATL. Uh, Calvin Really. You don't know me. Remember, he was a standout receiver from Alabama last year. He now has played for the Atlanta Falcons. So Atlanta Falcons had two Alabama receivers started for them: Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. But Calvin Ridley reeled off three touchdowns last week with 175 yards. You ask me how I know because I played against him in two leagues this past week and I lost because of him. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I that. You know, so shout out to Calvin Ridley, man. Uh, most impressive rookie. He had a 71-yard bomb and a 54-yard bomb from Matt Ryan this past week. So those are my most impressive players from this week. Uh, I could I could have easily already picked the ones for this upcoming week from awful Thursday night game. What you told me what the Rams did, you know. So I'm just gonna wait on it for a little bit and see who who can beat that because we was also talking about how impressive we were seeing the Rams play this week on Thursday night football, right? So thirty plus points for four consecutive weeks. They're mm-hmm. four and zero, and Jared Goff. Yeah, he's uh, playing like uh, Carson Wentz of last season. Yeah, easily, you know. Uh, and the supporting cast is helping the two. Brandon yeah. Cooks, uh, Cooper Crop, whatever Cooper Crop, whatever his name is. Yeah, he balled last oh, game. Man, that slot receiver, man, he's killing the game right now. Robert Woods, and we know what Todd Gurley brings yeah. to the game. Yeah. You know, he might he, he might be the best running back in the game right now. Adrian Le- Peterson balling, bro. Since, since Le'Veon Bell is not old. He is though. He, he, he I'm just, he's I'm playing, just, but D Murphy, he's, for, play, he's playing well. I mean, he's aware well for a vet. <laughs> I'm impressed. Like I thought, he, I thought his career was done. 
We all did. We all did. After what happened in New Orleans, but again, you got Kamara and Ingram. Yeah, that, that's that's the reason. I'm why. like, I mean, but then he came. He went to Phoenix, I think. Yep, the Arizona. Had yep, the first two weeks, David he was Johnson going, was hurt. The first two weeks he played with them, he was like, okay, AP back because he was going off. Then he kind of slowed down and couldn't get right. But then it went to Washington and it kind of rebirthed itself out there again, you know. But that's AJP. What do we expect when he when he tore the ACL and came back? What did he do? Number break a record, you know. But that's AP, man. What you expect from a guy like that, you know? So, so yeah, you're right. Listen, I'm looking for the AP of back then when he was just doing what he do. And again, like we talked about, father of time was kicking in, but he's still being very productive and having a huge impact on that team. And I also want to talk about. The Rams of back then, St. Louis Rams, the, great, or, the greatest show on turf. I'm just throwing it out there, man. So for them to make a name for themselves or put themselves back in a solid position is huge. Yeah. For the city of LA, because right now we know the Lakers, man. The Chargers, yeah. Yeah, and Kirk Warner, Kirk Warner came out Thursday night and said he believes this team this year has a potential to break all their records they did. You know that year they was considered great there to show on turf. I don't know if it was that much. I, don't, I think it's kind of far fetched to say that right now, but cause they're trending. They're trending. Look at how yeah they're but, trending. But look at who they had on that team. I'm talking Marshall Fault in his prime. Be Isaac right. Bruce. Marshall Fault was a running back and receiver. Just which I've never ball. seen. Nothing I, never like. seen. I used to put Falk as a receiver. Me too. On purpose. And I used to put him in kick return, pro return, all that. You know, and yeah. I haven't seen a running back who can do it that that well. No, sir. Not, I mean, not at there's all. some guys that come close, but not no. how easy he used yeah, to. Yeah, he do made it. it look so easy. You know, and so in with uh, Isaac Bruce, you said, and mm-hmm. I can't think of the other receiver, um, Tory Holt. Yep, Tory Holt. The going along with Kirk Warner, you know, so yep. that that team was an offensive show ready to. That night any minute I don't think they said that level yet But they're getting there they, They're on their way They're on their way You know Because they had Proven receivers Bruce and Hope You know Them was Hall of Fame caliber receivers not, Yes sir Not saying anything With Brandon Brooks Brandon Cooks And Cooper Crop And all those guys Yeah yeah but, yeah No doubt You know but uh, Like I say What I seen From Marshall Falk I still haven't seen yet So I think Tyler Grady Has a great potential To be that But Marshall Falk Was that guy, man. Just what did I say earlier? When you're here on this earth, you have to tap in what makes you unique. What makes you unique, it will never be duplicated. And here we are trying to think who was close or who is close to a Marshall Falk. Nobody. No, not, not, not in this day and age. I can't. I mean, people, you can throw out Le'Veon, but I don't think he Marshall Falk did it as easy as Marshall Falk he did was doing it. You know, it was effortless plays out there. Do you remember? He was one juke and to the house is fifty five yards, fifty five yards, or he would just run around you with speed and athleticism and it's to the house. You know, so I don't know, man. It's, it's some guys getting close, like you said, Kamara. You know, out there with, yeah, with, with, yeah. with the possibility yep, of it, yep, Zeke. Yep, you know, yep. David Johnson. It's, it's potential, but no, we haven't we haven't yeah. seen it to that extent yet. And then, know? and just to kind of add to Marshall Falk, who did he play with before the Rams? Indianapolis Indian Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning. So he has been fortunate to play with some quarterbacks that has helped him out. Yeah, and, and doing his thing, man. As an and, NFL and lineman too, I think he had a Lando place when we talked about Lando yep, place yep, yep, one time on the episode. You know, so that was probably one of the greatest level tackles to play. So that helps too. You know, so that's important too. Big Roy, just talking about the team around you. Yeah, like I've told you before, if it wasn't for you, I don't know 
where this brand, where Why Not Sports would be. And for yo, for those who are listening, thank you. First time listeners, thank you. If it wasn't for you guys, I promise you on everything I love, we would not be right here. I'm telling y'all this again. Big Roar, there are times when Big Roar like, yo, Murph, let's go. And my list like, huh? Bruh, I'm with them kids. Like on the weekends, I'm Daddy Murph. <laughs> I'm a husband Murph. I am that family man. Every time from the week and then going into, you know, the weekends, kind of like, man, I'm just tired. I want to just kick back and relax. And some of y'all are like, yeah, Murph, I don't know how you do it. But your love and support, and of course, Big Roy, holding me accountable is why I'm like, you know what, dog, you're right. Let's, let's go bring it. Let's go bring it. Let's go do this. So thank y'all for that. But yeah, it's important to have a solid crew and a solid team around you to help you succeed and grow no matter what you're doing. I want to talk about the Raiders, though, big dog. Before I mean, I ain't forgot about your Steelers. <laughs> I, I'm trust me, but I want to talk about the Raiders. So the Raiders had paid a lot of money for their coach, right? Hundred million to be exact. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And they lost a key defensive component, which went to this team, and they're first in their division right yeah, now. Yeah, the defensive player of the year. Okay, and the Raiders' record right now is 0-3. Wow. So, return on investment isn't looking too hot. It's not. It's not. And I'm not trying to throw shade at Chucky. I promise I'm not. But looking at everything that's been going on, and somebody like, man, Murph, you, I can tell you getting somewhere with this. I'm just saying, do the math. We're paying you $100 million. You're not providing. Providing wins, you're not pro- providing results, and our key defensive anchor, who you felt wasn't fit for whatever reason, hmm. he goes and take his talent to the Midwest, and this dude turning that whole organization around to the Bears, almost of back then, that quickly, when they had the Erlackers. Mm-hmm. They're having now a defensive identity on the Chicago Bears because of the $100 million man and the decisions that's been going on right now. $170 million. I was trying to make it not sound as bad because <laughs> you say 170 and I'm 0 and 3. We, 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 we have a huge problem. Well, I was mean Khalil Max are about that. But, uh, oh, yeah. That's you, what I was you're right. You Murph, uh, I think what you told me earlier in the show. He hasn't adjusted to the new age, maybe, of what the National Football League is doing. He said now, right? to them coaching styles of back then. Yeah. It do not work like that. Back probably. when he had what Rich Gannon and all them guys and Jerry Rice, I guess. I mean, but it's new age football. You see what the Rams are doing out here. You know, you see what Aaron Rodgers can do when he's healthy out here. You, yeah. know, you know, so. And, and, and to piggyback off with Khalil Mack, let me give you an interesting stat that I've seen watching NFL Live this past week. So the rent, the Oakland Raiders are last in the NFL in sacks right now. Khalil Mack has more sacks than the whole Raiders team. Raiders defense right now. Crickets. That says enough right now. So, and uh, Demar, name one person on the Raiders defense right now. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. So, that, that just made my point. Like, I'm still at uh, how they couldn't come to agreement with this guy. Like, I, I thought about it. You paying your quarterback 120 to 25 million. 
paying your head coach a hundred million. Now you finna have to pay this dude a hundred and eighty million. So it's like, when the money coming from? But at the end of the day, you gotta reevaluate who you paying. Like, why would you coach a hundred million? Who, who is this coach? Like, is this Phil? Is this Greg Popovich? Like, who who? Who pays that type of money for a hey coach? Hey, man, back know? then when he had them Buccaneers, though, bro, Warren Sapp, Derrick Brooks, Barber, he know, he know what it takes, right? Right. I'm just speaking bad cop and just yeah. looking to defend what he did back then and what helped him get this $100 million contract, though, bro. But he's known for his offense. You know, he got he has a franchise quarterback, Carr. Derrick Carr. He has yes, a franchise uh, receiver. Cooper, yeah, Amari, and he has Jordy. You know, yep, he, Nelson, he has yep. the beast mode out there. You yep, know, so yep, it's like yep. he has a good offensive line. So it's like, man, that defense is horrible. But I don't, I don't, I mean, he has to get together, uh, or he's gonna be looking at a real, real long season right now. And the division is not getting, is not gonna help the division you're playing in too. So I don't know, man. Um, I think that that Khalil might move hurts them, man. That 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 hurts them. You know, so not having somebody if if I was as an offensive coordinator to, to uh, game plan around like that, defensive coordinator plan game plan around like that, that hurts. Because mm-hmm. I guess I can imagine the offensive coordinator that game, game plan for who they're playing. Like they don't have nobody who stands on that defense. You go into that meeting room, you look at Khalil Mack, what he's doing to the offensive tackles right now. Man, that dude is worth every penny he's getting right now. You know, so. I hope he turns. I hope he turns around. Cause I'm a, I'm a big John Gruden fan. I, I was I loved him on Monday Night Football. You know I love hearing him commentary, but I just think he needs to adjust a little more to the 20th, 2018 brand of football. A little bit more, you know. So, cause you're not gonna win the championship. You know, start for the players. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna go far. You're not gonna get that far at all. Especially going against these elite quarterbacks out here, Tom Brady's of the world. Is Ben Roethlisberger still an elite quarterback? Uh, just put me in a spot like that, huh? I told you, I, I ain't forget about your Steelers, big dog. Yes, and I know you're being biased, but but I'm not being biased. Uh, stats don't lie, even though he turns the ball over. I man, come on, man, he's thirty and six years old, man. Look at him, but. When it comes to the crunch times, Big Ben can get it done. You know, he, even the game against uh, Kansas City a week ago, we went head to head. He had 400 yards. Had my own had 400 yards. But yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. know, so he can get it done. You know, so I think he's still elite. But Juju the man, so Juju is the man. Antonio Brown, who? Where he coming? He I'm just coming. saying. You know, Vance McDonald, he doing stiff arms of the year. I mean, I'm just saying. We don't even know who the man is on defense while we talking about the Raiders, about them Steelers. <laughs> who, who is the man? I don't even know who they got on defense. What you mean? T.J. Watt out there. Um, he's a Watt, so that stands out. Bud Dupree. So Joe, why, they, Joe Hayden, why, they, why they put? Why they giving up all on points though, Big Roy? Is this? I think we we were having real. <laughs> they like, man, bro, what did Big Roy do to you? Yeah, I'm just, I just, I told y'all I was gonna get on my dog. I think we just have real bad communication issues <laughs> in, in the secondary. Our secondary is what is killing us right now, D Merv. I can't lie, secondary is really what killing us right now. Uh, communication is lacking back there, and this and this is looking real, real bad. You know, so yes, sir. I hope we can get it all together. Come Sunday night football, I guess a big rivalry. They probably won the best rivalry in football. That's so, see, and that's you know, another so. thing. They was like, "Merv, that game gonna be dope on Sunday." I'm like, "What?" Back then, when they had Ray Lewis, 
when they had a better squad. Like, the Ravens ain't doing nothing. The Steelers, like you said, are struggling. So, why is that a rivalry? Would you consider the... Well, it's still a rivalry. Just because just cause I have no big names in the make it's not a rivalry. I, absolutely. I, I maybe, big Ben, like, the big name, Antonio Brown, Flacco. He, it's Juju's name. team. Flacco uh, should be... You got to give credit. He's... Big, he's, he's Terrell Suggs is out there. Eric Weddle's out there. These are great Pro Bowl Hall of Fame players are still playing. But I know you're looking for the Aries, for the for the for the Ray Lewis, for the John I, need, I, need, I need I need a key matchup where you both sides you sitting there like Hall of Famers, like bro, I can't miss this game. That's what I call a rivalry. Not and I'm gonna give an example. Y'all know I love the game of basketball. That's like saying, oh man, the the, the Spurs and, and, and the Dallas Mavericks is a rivalry. Not no more. I don't think it's no rivalry. I don't think the Bulls and the Lakers is a rivalry. I don't think the Bulls and the Cleveland Cavaliers is a rivalry. So is the Rockets and Spurs a rivalry right now? I think that's still a rivalry because it's rivalry. about even. Because, you know, just because I got DeMar in L.A. And and yeah, I think and we still hold on. But if, if if the Spurs and or the Rockets, if one of them had a, not a strong team, it, I don't consider that a rivalry. So if y'all didn't have... Demar, it would be a rivalry. You think? No, mm. because what are we, I don't. My and, and, and I can be biased, and I can hear my wife right now. Like you can't dictate what things are. If it is, it is what it is. But me, I'm like a rivalry for me is like, yo, this game is going. It's gonna be other other ages. This is a rivalry. Just to say, oh, I know they're gonna win. That's not a rivalry. Just like the high school sports. Yeah, our division games. Or our conference games yeah. are rivalries. But yeah. if we know we going to blow them out, is that really a rivalry? That, and that used to bother me in high school. Like, yeah, Murph, you got... But I thought you base a rivalry off of tradition too, though, right? You can. It's yeah. open. That's what I'm saying. It's open yeah. for discussion. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely open for discussion. That's why I, I can hear my wife right now because sometimes I can be one-tracked mm-hmm. with my thoughts. And that's why I'm, I'm just sharing who I really am. And I'm not, I mean, I'm open, obviously, because I said I can hear my wife in my ear talking like, yo, you need to, what is, first define rivalry, and then what does it say? Well, okay, it's a rivalry. But I'm thinking, but is it really a rivalry if I know I'm going to blow y'all out? Why would I hype up a game? Oh, this is a rivalry when we about to blow them out. Yeah. That, that's just to my defense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that, but I'm just saying. Now, back then, yeah, I'm like, shh. That's gonna be a matchup, big dog. Mm-hmm. Now that's a rivalry. Not you know, uh, cool. You know, we know who gonna win. So. I feel you. I feel you. Like I said, I'm just giving my side, and that's mm-hmm. why I, can, I love my wife, but I can hear her because she be on me. Because y'all know me. Y'all been rocking with me for a long time. I'm passionate, <laughs> and and you gotta fact check me on some stuff. Like I said, she gonna say, look it up. What does it say? Well, is it really a rival? Based on the definition, no, well, it's a rival. I'm like, but that, but boo, you know I'm not textbook either, though. It's a difference from textbook and just, you know, speaking how you feel. Yeah. But I'm not textbook. Not saying she is by any means, but, yeah. So, but shout out to, to Juju and those Steelers. Yeah, shout out to them Sunday Night Football <laughs> rivalry game. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, so I see you stuck in there. Yeah, but, uh, man, no, that's, 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 that's my football this week, man. I got one last thing. Oh, you got about. something else? We got to talk about the 49ers, the team that Ed Reed used to play for, the team mm. that Jimmy G will not be the center of the helm. That's big right there. That's, that's, that's gigantic. Um,. um that's huge, huge. That turned the table for the whole team right now, uh, and it just paid the guy too. So, 
And he was playing awesome football towards the last. He was playing pretty was. good for football this year. Um, another, another non-contact football injury like a crazy ACL. That's how they always happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like we said earlier, don't take life for granted. Yeah, things can happen so quick where and, it just. And, and he was running out of bounds. He was yeah. trying to get out Changes of bounds, everything. you know, and trying to avoid the hit, and it still got him. You know, so hopefully speedy recovery with Jimmy G. Think about Jim. This happened. This happened early in the season, so he'd be back probably by March, something mm-hmm. like that, February, mm-hmm. ready to go. So it's unfortunate for him, though, man. And the Four Niners, because the Four Niners invested, invested a lot, yes, sir, in him, man. So and they were thinking big things this year with their team. So we'll see how they adjust with that. But big loss, big loss. But what got me, man, and you know his his lady friend. If y'all don't know, look it up. I'm not going to really go in detail about his lady friend, but she said everything she touches gold. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to make it a funny part, but it's kind of like everything you oh, touch is gold. Man. This man might not be having no money. Again, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. <laughs> now let's see if you still gonna be on him now that his money might get short because he's not playing because that's the thing about football as you know when they sign these contracts are their money is it guaranteed yeah guaranteed and it pending like you like we spoke on with CC Sabathia it's some some guidelines and some fine print in them contracts like yo if you know something come up you ain't getting this money so let's hopefully she still had that same mindset after the fact. That's all I'm bringing. That's why I was bringing that up. Will she still have that same love for him, even now that he's not actively playing? So be careful who uh, who y'all allow in y'all circle, because they'll be on you when you hot. As soon yeah. as something happened, they be like, oh, uh, who, who? Oh, uh, what had happened was, um, yeah, I gotta go back to my my husband just called me, <laughs> or my wife just hit me up. Uh, something I don't want going on with the kid. It's like, Murph, where are you getting at? It's, it's real life out here in this world, though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I told I've been mixing some of that flagrant, too, into Why Not Sports lately. But I just feel like, hey, just just, just be prepared for those who really rock with you and who don't. Because they, 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 the people do come and go, as we kind of talk. I talk about a lot, and that's why I appreciate you and thank you as often as I can. Because I, I just, from what I've seen, what I'm seeing... And just you know, life experiences. But that's all I do have now mm-hmm. for football. You got anything? Mm, no, that's, it. that's um, it. That's it. College football. I know. I know. I know some key games tonight, though. I had to bring up college football because Penn State and Ohio State. That's gonna be a good game. It is. Um... I had to bring them up because I just got an alert on my phone. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Ramirez back too, so that should yeah. be you know it's good to see, yes, see the reaction out there with that. Too, yep, you know, yep, so. yep, yep, yep. Uh, like I, I knew they was playing, but like last year when they played, it was like I knew what to look for because I was looking for like Barkley, no Dwight. But this mm-hmm. year is like I look at Penn State roster. 
the quarterback, they got they got a quarterback. He stands out, but other than that, it's like man. But but Barkley was on there. It was like you must yeah, we watch. Are, yeah, absolutely. See what's gonna happen. Absolutely. What can he can do? This is like a number one player in the draft right here. Let's see what he can do. But I'm watching for Urban Meyer and what me too. Team I, if, I, do. If, I, if I check it out, it's gonna be to see how what's what's, what's going on. With Urban, the reaction he gets out there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how he's coaching his team, how his team mm-hmm. responds. Absolutely. They responded pretty well pretty last week, last week. But this is a bigger game, you know, bigger stage, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. that should be interesting. Good point though. Good good point. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. Like I said, shout out to my notification. On my phone, like, why is it? Oh, that's right. The game is coming on tonight. Shout out to ESPN and yeah. sports. Well, all right, y'all. We will be back with Demers for court press. Yo, what up, Why Not Sports fans? It's your boy AG, the genius child, man. And this right here is your favorite segment. We've been saving the best for last. We talking about the full court press. Yep, we're talking about D-Murph's full court press, y'all. It's not just the half court press. It's not just the half court trap. You got questions about Murph being a husband, father, leader, entrepreneur, whatever, and does sports. I can't guarantee he'll answer them all, but ask anyway. The ball is in your court. All right, world, we back with D-Murse Full Court Press. Hey, y'all, appreciate y'all submitting these questions. I'm telling y'all, man, man, it's definitely, definitely fulfilling to know the amount of questions we get. But we're going to keep them coming, y'all. We're going to keep the questions coming. Thank y'all for submitting them. You can reach me personally. It's dmurfayahoo.com. You can also reach out to Big Roy at his social media handles. I know for sure. Snap, 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 Snapchat. Roboy, R-O-B-O-I underscore two five. And if I'm wrong, you can uh, beat me up later because I've been saying this for the last couple of episodes. But as y'all know, it's not a guarantee we will answer them all. The ball is still in your court, court, court. And it's interesting well, at least this is, I don't even say interesting, but for me, this was a, a huge surprise. And and this is going to lead up to the question, but I forgot to bring up the 3-0 and Dolphins. And they was even comparing them to the back then, 72 Dolphins when they went undefeated. So I was like, that is a stretch. Very long stretch. I'm just saying, I was like, what? Oh, the 72 Dolphins team and the 2018 team? Wow. No, 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 no. Back then, Dolphins will 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 be along will be around for a long time. So the question, and this was a dope question, it's a two part question: Which three and O team will go the furthest? And those teams are the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Dolphins. And then which O and three teams will go the farthest? Well, which zero and three team would get their first win? This is hold up. So, the Dolphins undefeated, D Murph. Yes. The Miami Dolphins, D Murph, are undefeated. Yeah, team. I don't even know who on their team. I'm trying. To, I know Ryan Tannehill. Um, after Thank that, you. after <laughs> I'm just saying, like on top of my head, I'm like, who on the Dolphins? Yeah, somebody put you in a spot. Like, your name three people on Miami Dolphins right now. I'd you, um, be stuck for a little bit. Uh, 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 man, but to answer your question, um, I'm gonna go with the hot hand, you Murph, because I kind of see what they did to our defense last week. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, um, I think they're hot. I think Andy Reid got them rolling, D Murph. I think the quarterback. 
it's electric. I mean, I'm, I'm, I remember watching a play last week where the guy scrambled, scrambled, he scrambled back like 12 or 15 yards to the road out to the sideline and threw a dart into the back of the end zone for a touchdown. That's when I knew, okay, Pat Mahomes is a real deal. He, he's, yeah. he's a real deal, you yeah. know, so yeah. he made that play. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Kansas City. I think they're riding high right now. I think they're about to, and they're about to get Eric Berry back. That's gonna help a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the safety who uh, tore the Achilles last year who battled cancer. He's he's coming back and about maybe he might be able to play this weekend or for sure next week he's get back. So that's gonna help their defense even more with him back there. Uh, but what, what they got going on with Pat Mahomes and Ke- Travis Kelsey, the Cheetah, Tyree Hill, Kareem Hunt. Sammy Watkins gonna keep going D Murphy like man, but they got some hitters on offense. Yes, sir. But uh I'm gonna go with Kansas City, D Murphy. Kansas City. And I I I'm not riding the wave of the Dolphins too much. I think they played the they can play the uh Patriots this week, right? Yes, sir. You know, so one think, and two Patriots. Yeah, but I think Tom is gonna get back on track this week with them. So I'm not riding the wave on um Miami too long besides this week. I think that comes to an end this week, so I don't think Tom Brady's team is getting healthy. I think he's going to get Edelman back next week. Uh, Josh Gordon should be played this week, or he'll be back this week also. So yeah, yeah, you know, he's yeah. getting some hitters back too. So Mr. Josh Gordon, yes sir. And um, he's on three team TKD Murph. So the Arizona Cardinals are on three. Yep. The Oakland Raiders we spoke on on three. Yes sir. And the Houston Texans. Yes sir. One three. He aged time. Now, that's a shocker. Um, so you can even, yeah, like you said, the first win and who gonna go the furthest? Okay, All right, that's that's kind of easy for me right now. Oh. I'm not so Oakland like we just discussed. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> sir, no. And Arizona, their friend put in. They just named Josh Rosen their starting quarterback. He was their number. He was their first round pick this year from UCLA. He mm-hmm. uh, he's taking Sam Bradford's spot, D Murph. So the real, the well traveled Sam Bradford. Just yes, sir. Benched, yes, sir. Know, so yes, he's sir. taking his well spot. Well traveled was a very <laughs> that was very well put. So uh, that's going to be interesting. I don't think he's going to get his first win of the week and being the first first week starter. So I'm going to give it to Houston. I think Houston plays the coach this week. Uh, I think they should they should hit, hit a roll, and I think the son. Watson, you know, we live in Houston, so we have a time to see a lot of the games and Absolutely. see a lot of their stuff going Absolutely. on. So, uh, I think Deshaun, he gets rolling this week. Was, was holding them back as the offensive line. Uh, he, he gets no time to throw. When he does get time, it's a dart. Dangerous, yeah. It's a dart. It's dangerous. Or if he does if he does elude the pass rush and makes a play, it's it's, a, it's electric. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think the Indianapolis Colts have that much firepower on the defensive line to get to him like they want to get to him. So, Nothing with I think if Houston gets rolling, they can get rolling, D Murph. They have they have all stars on both sides of this field, man. I'm talking on they loaded on defense with a honey badger, a clowny and white. Mm-hmm. I agree with, on paper. With no Watson, doubt. Hopkins, and Fuller. They loaded. And you know, I just think they need to get going. Boy. And that division outside of the Jaguars, I, I believe Tennessee exactly. gonna fold. Exactly. Tennessee beat the Jaguars last week. Yeah. Six to three. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that tells you enough about the division, you right, know. So, right, right, right. I think I think Houston will get rolling. I think Houston will get their first win on Sunday against the Coast D Murphy. There it is. So y'all heard Big Roy. That's some good stuff, man. And then the question I received, and this is actually the most. This is fresh, and I thought it was pretty good. So I want to bring it up. So on the flagrant two, I did a spoken word title. I am, which is pretty dope, and I had a lot of people. Positive feedback, like, yo, Murph, where did this come from? 
But this question is, when did you know you can do spoken word? Well, or I think for me, I've always wanted to be like a poet. You know, you know, like a, you know, like a rhymer, like to you, beautiful. I love you know what I'm saying. Just some corny stuff. I've always had that in me, like putting words together. But I think as I've gotten older with more experience and stuff like that, I think it's for me just kind of like let me bring out another part of me for the world. So as we've talked about before, author, content creator. Now I guess a poet or a person that does spoken word. I mean, it's still me. It's just me in different hats. And I overall was led by the spirit when I did it. Do I? Will I do it anytime soon? Probably not. But I'm just glad I was able to receive uh, the positive feedback. But am I a poet? Not even close. Am I a person that will just walk, uh, travel the country doing spoken word and open mic? No. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. But I know, like I said, I was kind of just freestyling earlier, but. I mean, it was just one of those things, man, where I was led by it and I followed, you know, the direction I believe um, I was going and for, for, for the world. So, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm just here doing what I can to be transparent to the world for any new listeners, anybody that do rock with me to see that I'm just not limited to doing one thing. And like I was speaking earlier in the show, Brother Sharif, you know, I know he has a lot ahead of him, a huge future. Uh, Daryl Barnes and Arena Campbell's full-fledged entrepreneurs where they can do some of everything. Like I said, they're entrepreneurs, they're content creators, they're actually actually out here, you know, pushing their brand. And and of course with us as we continue to grow and just link up and rub elbows with solid people, it is definitely humbling. So um, but I appreciate y'all as usual tuning in. And like we said on the show. The title of episode 96. Wow. Four more episodes. We're going to be at that Hundun. Yes, sir. Hundun. Back then. Sometimes it's good to go back then. Yeah. yeah. Those moments of, like we spoke on last week, man, we was stepping to that arena, stepping to that stadium, stepping to that building. People knew who we were. People feared us. People congratulated us. And there, there are times when you had some horrific moments or some memories you would not like to remember it's still a part of you though now even though it was back then don't let that stop your future right don't let that alter your decisions and doing the right thing so it's kind of a a catch-22 but as you guys know me of course big roy we we are positive individuals and we use anything as a negative or any opportunity to shine light on it and to just give you a different perspective. So whenever you have those back then moments, don't just marinate on it, though. Because in this world, is what have you done for me lately? And I haven't met anybody successful just sitting down on their butt. Me either. Me I either. was a D1 athlete. Oh, I got my bachelor's. Oh, I got my master's. Oh, I used to make... A million dollars back then. I was, you know what I'm saying? They're like, bro, what are you doing today, though? Hmm. Oh, am I going to give you money for what you did back then? I mean, that that does happen. Like the, That's another show. But like the Cosby show and those people that used to be a music artists where they get you know paid for royalties. Yeah, that's for back what you did back then. But you're not going to make a living for what you did back then. Not a comfortable living. Right. So 
yeah, if you want to make a comfortable living, you got to keep elevating and adapting and reinventing yourself. And I believe reinventing yourself. You have to stay current. That's why I give a shout out to you guys as supporters and listeners, even my family, because they keep me up to date. Like I said last week, I you know never heard you know spotlight or moonlight. Y'all know, okay, Murph, that triple X. Yeah, but she's not here, so I can say triple X. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> So I mean, I'm just saying that keeps me relevant. So I won't just be set in my thought process of being back then when I, you know, I wasn't hot. Now they all on the slam. But thank y'all for tuning in, though. Real dope episode. I know Big Roy about to give out shout outs and close up this show, man, so we can get back to doing what we was doing. I'm sure the baby boys like your pops. We re- they ready to eat now, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, man, shout out to my homie Big John. Shout him out last week, but he peeped the show and heard me give him the three B day shout out and was loving it. So shout out to you again. Y'all follow me on Instagram, IG, and Snapchat <laughs> at Roarboy <laughs> underscore two five. <laughs> <Yeah>, y'all follow <laughs> 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 on Twitter. And uh, turned up, bro. Turned up. Turned up. Hey, y'all. Appreciate y'all, man. I really do appreciate everybody for. Um, my, my tablet about to die. So his tablet about to die. I told y'all it's time for me to go, and I'm going to keep it going. you going to say hi to everybody? Hi. Tell them why not sports. Why not sports? So y'all, <laughs> y'all heard him. So um, it's time for me to go. His, uh, his tablet about to die. Um, I guess the game he was playing. Um, kicked him out So Alright y'all Well Y'all heard my son that, That's my cue And uh, Love y'all And y'all reach me Email It's demurf At yahoo.com Twitter And Instagram At it's demurf You can find the show On most platforms Including iHeartRadio As well as Spotify Again My baby boy He you know, Tablet about to die And if he come in again I mean I'm being A bad father And y'all know I don't want that <laughs> title So Until next week, (laughs) until next time, and the big homie saluting. Keep grinding. Keep the faith.